brand new edition of the call it is a baltimore ravens podcast where we talk anything and everything baltimore ravens football thank you all for listening to us on apple podcast stitcher tune in player.fm overcast google podcast spotify facebook and live on live on facebook and we're also going to be on YouTube later on. It is schedule release day here for the NFL. We are all excited. The Ravens schedule and everybody else's schedule will be released in about a half hour from when we are recording this right now. Uh, we do know at least that the Baltimore Ravens will be going across the pond. The Ravens will be playing in London. In London. But we need to get the Joey sound. I told you to get the Joey sound. I, I know. Well, it'll be in the uh, it'll be in the podcast. We'll definitely add it to the podcast. In London. In London. In London. You're in London twice, man. This is our second time. Second time to London. That's pretty great. Hopefully, it goes a little bit better than last time. Yeah. Uh, that that would be really good. But October what? October fifteenth is the London game. So that's yep. good. Uh, it's two weeks after my it's it's, a, it's like two weeks after my birthday. So uh, fitting. We'll see. Everybody's already asking me, can I get over across the pond? I don't know. Uh, I don't, I, dude, I don't know. Um, things would have to really fall into place and move, but who knows? But I don't know. I just think it's intriguing that they're going to be uh, in London. And it actually came out of nowhere because I heard no rumors or whispers that they could have been up for this. When you text me that morning and you're like, London, I'm like, that has to be Ravens related. And, I look <laughs> and I'm like, because I was like, why would you just say London? In capital letters, like you're excited, like, are you going there? Like, right. okay, not for good for you, bud. Like, <laughs> did you get a beach house in London? Are you visiting Dave, our resident call faithful from the UK? Uh, I know we have others out there, I'm sure, but you know, um, you know, it's just, it's, it's just, I, I'm looking forward to that. You know, whether I spectate here early in the morning, uh, or I try because, of course, my crew, my, my. Ravens, they're all like, dude, we got, got to get out there. We were scheming. We're already looking at it. I'm like, you know, let's, it's going to cost. So let's see. And I, I don't know. I, I can't make it work, but October's a, a good bit away from now. But look, you know, it's kind of like when it happened the first time, it was like, I was, I was kicking myself because I could have maybe done it. Right. But I look at it as a blessing because I wouldn't have bought the beautiful house I'm sitting in. So it could have been irresponsible of me, but it, besides the point. You know, I thought it was a one-time deal. Like, oh, okay, it was fleeting. I never get to see the team play in London again. It obviously the league kept this thing around year after year after year, and they've already added Germany. They've added Mexico City. They're adding other cities. So it's like it's like a matter of time for it to spread worldwide now, right? So, um, well, and this season's going to be a little historical yeah. because the Jags are playing back-to-back weeks in London. Dude, how about that? That's 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 good for them. I mean, that's that's great anything, news. Not there. I would. They can't assume. fly it back and forth. That's stupid. Yeah, I'd have to assume like, they're going to stay out be, there. I mean, look, I understand when the Ravens played back-to-back games in the in in New York, like it was away games right in New York and MetLife. They played the Giants and Jets back-to-back weeks. Obviously, they came home because of close, right? It's not that it far. Yeah, train. yeah, it's three-hour train, two-hour train ride. No, it's not like they were playing like. San Francisco 49ers then staying out there and playing like another West Coast team like Seattle or oh, they did that a couple of years back. I remember that they yeah, were playing they some West Coast. Home. No, no, they stayed out there for a week. Did they? They did. Who I absolutely that? remember that. That was was that? was that when it was Oakland and San Francisco back to back weeks? I remember yeah, man. I'm trying to jump I don't remember that. I want to say it was it was Oakland. I believe you. Yeah, I believe San Francisco. I think it was two West Coast teams, and they stayed out there. And then the next season, they didn't stay out there because the players hated it so much, being away from their families and everything for so long. So they decided to come back, even though they had two West Coast teams back to back. But I absolutely remember them staying out there one year. I want to say 2016, 
maybe 2016 2015 maybe something like that i'm not i'm not 100 sure what year but i know that they did that but this is a big sign i think the nfl is kind of showing their hand a little bit that if the the jags can stay out there and be successful could we potentially see a, a uk division out there where teams maybe spend two three four weeks in a row going around the uk or different places in europe to play games and actually expanding the nfl a little bit and having a new division that way so that'll be kind of interesting to see if it works out that way we know that the the jags uh um are owned by the cons and Tony Khan who owns AEW. He also owns a, a football team over in the UK. And that's why they have such a, a strong following the Jags over in the UK, because there's already that connection to their football team. So AEW is going to Wembley this past year sold what over, I think 70,000 tickets, which is one of the biggest events worldwide ever, which seems is a like, huge uh, deal. seems like a lot of our, um, Sports and entertainment, they're going worldwide, man. Prestige worldwide. Why? 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 I had to do it. So so let's look a little bit at the Ravens' schedule, their opponents at least. So let's go over this. The home opponents for the Baltimore Ravens this year, of course, Bengals, Browns, and Steelers. But then the Indy Colts uh, also come back to Baltimore. Uh, Houston Texans, Miami Dolphins, Los Angeles Rams, Seattle Seahawks, and Detroit Lions. The road games, of course, Bengals, Browns, Steelers. Then they, the Ravens go to Jacksonville against the Jags. And then you're up against Tennessee Titans. That's the London game. You got the Los Angeles Chargers, so a trip out west. Arizona Cardinals, another trip out west. And the San Francisco 49ers, another trip out west. So three West Coast teams. Uh, you got Jacksonville. Any of those road games, besides the London game, any of those road games kind of tickle your fancy, kind of intrigued of what these guys will do? It doesn't really seem like – we see Jacksonville a lot. We see Tennessee. They've become a, a kind of a rival the last couple Arizona, of years. Arizona is the first one that intrigues me because of the matchup. Okay. And, and with uh, Right now it looks like DeAndre Hopkins is staying a Cardinal. There was rumored to be a Raven, right? Um, there was a lot of talk about him being a, there was being a, a lot Raven. Of, yeah. It, 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 the reporter said we were close – I mean, look, we all bought that. So, you know, we all got fooled. You know, you got Hollywood Brown, you got Kyler Murray, it's Arizona. And if my memory serves correctly, I remember seeing a Jimmy's famous tailgate post about Arizona. So might have Jimmy's own location. Oh, interesting. So uh, stay tuned. I can't wait for the day. I'm not excited for the, for the, um, it, it's like, it's like two schedules. Not only excited for the Ravens schedule, I'm excited for the tailgate schedule. Come on now. <laughs> By the way, I don't know if you, are you checking the comments on Facebook live? Some folks are chiming in. I got a screenshot from somebody. Yes, I agree. Uh, there, there's another Brandon who's listening to us right now. Hopefully that London games goes better than the last one. I completely agree with you there. That, 110%. That, I mean, and it's funny because I'm glad you bring that up because, you know, right when the London news broke, you heard about it all over again. Like the, the trouncing, the score, the shenanigans with the with the guy saved the queen and the kneeling. And I'm like, y'all forgot about that until they just decided to play in London again. Do you realize that? Right. Like, like, and you be like, I call people out today, and I think it was today in social media is like or last night, like you, you want to complain, but you're still watching the team. But the moment that you, you hear something you don't like, you're going to chime in. Like, don't fool us. You're the ones that are still watching and keeping tabs on the team. But but what's obviously funny about that is I think – I don't know what Tucker's involvement was, but I think Tucker's the only last man standing on that team player-wise. Like, it was so long ago. Like, this whole team's remade. Like, who cares? Um, that's just my two cents about it. Uh, the full schedule just dropped on the NFL app. That's what I'm reading right now. So, it looks like it – Dropped a minute early. Oh my gosh! On the NFL app. Oh, you better run! You better run! You better run. <laughs> I got NFL Network on. I'm going to check it, but it's on commercial. Yeah, I've got the NFL Network on as well. It's coming. It's on commercial. Yeah, hold on. I was looking at the Ravens app, and then NFL app drops early. That's uh, come on now. All right, let's see. Raven schedules up on their app. It's I on got the it. app. It is on the app. All right. Do we even care about preseason? Mine says point? stay tuned still. How do you have it? Mine's right here. Ha, 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 ha. Because I'm a PSL <laughs> owner. That's why. 
Oh, they know that from the app? Come on. No. No, I'm joking. But I got it. Schedule right. leak was right already. I can see it now oh, already. Here we go. We got, I got the uh, – oh, there we go. I got it. Yep. Schedule leak was right in week one. I tell you that right now. I'm right, scrolling so- slowly. I haven't looked at past the three. I only know the first three games at this point in September. So, oh, yeah, they hey, did us dirty. Whoa, 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 whoa. What do you, how do you want to do this real quick? Do you want to like, I mean, I don't Holy know what you're looking at. Holy The bye like, week is so late. What is it? Let me, let me. Week 13. Okay. Wow. Hey, right. and look at that. We do not close. We are up against the Steelers week 18. Good. Oh, around. we got Christmas. We got Christmas. We do. That was right. So the Christmas gate, the leak was right, and uh, the week one against Texans was right. Wow. Christmas, oh, wow. Night in San Francisco. Wow. Night wow. game. That is great. Night game after you get done eating all your turkey. All right. All right, let's go to the top. Let's go to the top. Let's go to August. Let's just go through preseason, okay? Let's just look at this, okay? It's bogus. All right. Have a beat, dude. All right, is, no, I can't wait to talk about this. I got major beef. All right, let's Dude, just this, let, is bru- <laughs> this is brutal. What the crap? This is guys, this is yeah. all right. Let's start at the top. Yeah, we'll break it all down. Obviously, my reaction speaks for itself. I'm scrolling through the schedule slowly. And I'm like, yo, because I did like I went to September and I scrolled down right to December, January, and then went back to the middle. Joshy ain't happy, man. Like, this, this is. All right, let's talk about it. This is a rough one, man. This is a rough uh, schedule, uh, but but let's uh, go over this. Let's man, talk. I don't like this at all. All right, yeah. So we've right. got we've got game one is a Friday night up against the uh, the the Eagles. Friday night game one is uh, August eleventh, and then they preseason preseason. Yeah, and then we've got we we he's head gonna, down. He's gonna cover it. Oh, he's gonna. He's good. <laughs> yeah. Head down to FedEx Field up against the Commanders game two. Monday night. So we go from a Friday to a Monday, 10 days off in between. And then down to Tampa Bay up against the Bucks, August 26th at 7 o'clock. So, all right, that's preseason. So week one, open up at home. Really, that's good stuff at home. Uh, One o'clock game up against the Houston Texans. That schedule leak was right. Okay, schedule leak was right. It was probably the case, and I'm like, all right, open out against C.J. Stroud because there was foreshadowing because someone put a video on Twitter today because David Ojabo played against C.J. Stroud and said, well, we see more of this from college because David Ojabo is a Raven. C.J. Stroud just got drafted by the Houston Texans this past draft, so we're going to see more of that, hopefully. Okay. All right, right. and then we're we're on the road. First road game is up against the Bengals. One o'clock game. Sunday, the 17th of September. So not a prime time right there. Uh, no prime time in September. Week three, Indy comes to town in their Mayflower truck Thank Sunday. You Thank you for saying Indy. Uh-huh, yeah. They are. They will always be Indy to me. Uh, that is on September 24th, 1 o'clock here's, game. Here's where, yeah, October's spooky for a reason. Um, oh, boy. Yeah, I'm going to start it off. So it's my birthday month. I'm going to start this off. Three to four days from our day. We play the Cleveland Browns in Cleveland Sunday, October 1st. It's a one o'clock game starting week four. Here's where it gets crazy. This starts one of three road games. And I'm not kidding you when they play four games in October. Actually, they, they play five games in October, including the London game. That's an away game technically, right? Whether they did Nashville or London. They have five games in the month of October. They have three in, in in September, five in October. Only one of those games is at home. One so they game play at home. Four, they play two out of the first three at home, but then let's run it back and let's play four out of five on the road, including a trip across the pond. Let me say that again. <laughs> four out of five on the road, one home game, traveling across the pond, three away games in a row. They go to Cleveland on October 1st, week five, they go to they go to Pittsburgh, back-to-back divisional games, popping one-two there. Oh, and then they go to London. So they got to go from a Steelers game over to London. Oh, boy. But they get to cool their jets because they're at home 
playing the Lions after the week after London, their lone home game in a span of like, so they, they, it's going to be a month. They'll play Sunday, September 24th against Indy. And then we'll come home to Sundays, October 22nd against the Lions. So we're going to have a whole month away from the bank. Then we got to the desert. We have a four 25 PM start, obviously with the West right. coast, but also you know, real, hold on before you say that, just the Lions, they're not a bad team anymore. They're not. Like, they not are a scrappy team. Yeah, don't overlook those guys. Not overlooking that at all. Um, and we'll break down the opponent by opponent in, in just a little bit, and we'll have a big conversation about it. And then, uh, so there you go. So week eight on the 29th of October, the uh, game, 4, um, 4.30, call it 4.25, 4.30 against the Cardinals. So, brother man, three in the span of two months of football, eight games, you have three home games means obviously the games are back because remember the Ravens have nine home games this year. So that means November, December, when you need to play your best football, you only have three away games in the span of two months. They're spanning in the leaking into January where week 18 looms against Steelers at home. So, and not to, I don't want to fast forward ahead, but they end the season two in a row at home. So, all right, pick it up in November for us. What we got in November, Brandon. In November, Sunday the 5th, it's the Seahawks. That is a home game, 1 o'clock. Then we have the uh, Browns and Bengals back-to-back weeks, weeks 10 and 11. That's November 12th and November 16th. Oh, a Thursday. So we get Thursday night against the Bengals. There's the prime time. There's the home prime prime time with the Bengals. And then we have another prime time game uh, on on the 26th. Is Is that Thanksgiving weekend? So we end Thanksgiving weekend. Pretty sure that's Thanksgiving weekend is the 26th. Yeah, it's not Thanksgiving night. That's the 23rd. So they play the 16th. They play Thursday prior to Thanksgiving, and then they play the the 26th. So that's, yeah, that's Sunday night Thanksgiving. So, yeah, they play 10 days apart, um, which is great. And they go out west. That's a Chargers. You said this Chargers on Sunday night football. Obviously, that's a flex game. But right now they're slated to play the Chargers uh, out west there. But like you're right, the bye week is week 13. Normally, our bye week is around Halloween. Now we have to wait all the way till the end of November to get a bye week. That that is a 12 weeks with a London game in there. That's a long stretch of, of football. It's going to be hard to stay healthy at that point, man. That is, that's going to be difficult. Oof. Anyway, let's, let's go with September or, or December. Excuse me. Let's go with December week 14. The, uh, the Rams come to town. So that's going to be an Odell Beckham revenge game. If you want to call it that one o'clock on December 10th and the 15th, it is another night game up against the Jags in Jacksonville. It's an odd choice for a, a Sunday night game, but we'll take it. And then our lone Monday night will be up against San Francisco on Christmas night. So you get to enjoy, you know, after you've had your turkey and your ham. And love, it. You know, love it, uh, love it, love it. Yep. On, uh, on Christmas night and then New Year's Eve. One o'clock, start your party off for New Year's Eve against the Dolphins, and that's at home. Oh, man, you get to enjoy the Dolphins New Year's Eve game at home in Baltimore. Got to bring some party poppers. Got to wear those, you know, those glasses that says 2024 across the the eyes. I got to see you there with those. And then we end in January, no date yet, at home up against the Steelers. That's a long time between Steeler games. So it's week 18, and then we have them in what, week two? Week no, five. week five, week five. Which is great, and we get them at home. I love yeah, it. Yeah, la- last year, weren't they like, wasn't it, wasn't it like Steelers, Bengals, Steelers, or Steelers, Brown, Steelers last yeah. year, something like that? Yeah. Oh, boy. So going right to the primetime, we were one off with four primetime games, but I did have it covered. I had a Sunday, Monday, and Thursday covered, which is correct. We have two Sunday night games thrown in there, so surprising. But uh, four primetime games. I was, I almost did that. I would not to say because it's out, but I was like, when I was thinking about three, when you said three, I was either going to go to one below two or one over four, and I was going to pick four at the benefit of the doubt. But uh, no, I, I like it. That was, uh, I mean, it's kind of fitting, right? Ravens made the playoffs. You know, they're still a contender um, in the AFC. It's going to be awesome. Obviously, they got 
players that draw. Um, so it's going to be amazing to see um, them still featured on primetime. But uh, again, we, that brutal, that brutal October, man, um, it's going to be scary for a reason. Um, I just can't get it. I'm like looking at it and it just looms large. Like the colors of that away scheme versus home contrast. I'm seeing that three in a row with London. It's just like, and it's two divisional games of that. And then you play your biggest rival, then you go over to the pond. So, oh boy. Um, yeah, that, that sets up what, all right. So now that we kind of run through the gambit, I mean, obviously, it's easy to pick apart October and shred that to pieces, but what's your knee-jerk reaction? What do you like? Actually, I'm going to go in three phases because I want to go like, love, and hate. What do you love about the schedule? What do you just like about it? And what do you absolutely most hate about it? I, I hate the I hate the late bye week. I think that's okay. killer. That I absolutely hate the late bye week. Especially, Especially given these teams' injuries. Right, yeah, with with the history of injuries and just like you said, looking at that October with one home game, you are on the road a lot. You're in in international game included in there. You have all of that pressure on you, and then you still got to play four more games until you get a week off. So that I I, I hate that absolutely. Uh, I love the the Christmas night game. I think that's going to be a blast to be able to end your Christmas night with uh with a foot a Baltimore Ravens football game. What am I like middle of the ground about? I probably have to say the Jacksonville game being a primetime game. I don't really, I don't think that's a rivalry, but, uh, you know, I, I think that's cool. Another primetime game, but a weird choice to have it be Jacksonville. All right. I can understand that. I mean, well, Jacksonville was a playoff team last year, made the divisional round. Ravens had a really good game against them. Should have won that game last year. It was Lamar's last game of the season, if you recall that. Um, he let them come back and win. So, I mean, you're right. It's kind of odd, but I like it's kind of like the Chargers Sunday night game. It's like, right. But I get it, right? They got young talent, Herbert, Austin Eckler. They just drafted a receiver. They had Mike Williams and Keen Allen, explosive offense. We've had some good games with them in the past. Most recently, it was a great game for the Ravens when they came here a couple years ago, and we manhandled them, not even close. When it was expected to be the Chargers' way, it was the Raven way all day, and then some. Um, Wes says he's really excited there's like a mini-bye week before the yeah, second before Bengals game. Before I go into my schedule, what are the folks chiming in on Facebook? What do we got? So Wes yeah. says yeah, Wes says he, he's happy that we got a mini-bye week before the second Bengals game, so that's kind of nice that that happens. The Thursday uh, game. The Thursday yeah. game. Yeah. So that's... Game. You stay at home. And that's good because that's, yeah, that's three home games. Yeah. So we have that mini break. And then we get the mini bye week. Yeah. Yeah. He's talking, I guess, after that game because we don't play the following Sunday night. And then it's also good because that's a travel to the West Coast. So it's, we get the mini four day, three or four days extra rest, but then we travel. And then after that, we have a bye week. So it's kind of like, there's a soft break in there. I can see where his point is. I love the four primetime games capped off with a Christmas night game. I'm thankful that it's an away game. I mean, home game Christmas night would have been awesome, but, you know, family and all that, it's always tough uh, to try to work that in. And I can hear my mom now if that was a home game. <sighs> I go tailgate and it just throws a wrench in his thing. So I'm thankful they're on the West Coast uh, for Christmas night. And it's the night game. So it's after everybody's done. It's not in the middle of the day, thrown in there where we're all worrying about the game. It's it's the light. and I it brings me memories. Even though if it was, it brings me memories because it was um the away game. I don't know if you want to maybe carry on tradition, but if Jimmy's is open again, would you want to carry on another Christmas night tradition like we did the Steelers game? If you're around, I don't know if you'll be at the beach, but yeah, I don't know where I'll uh, where I'm well, I'll be spending Christmas just Usually, yet, I but like every other weekend, so I always miss that. Yeah. Or maybe I but, could track down and do something new with you down there. Who knows? I don't know. We'll see. See, I, I'm planning to be at the beach for the London game. I want to. I want to get some uh, some crabs, some steamed crabs at, gonna be at, at nine the in pond. the morning. You're gonna be on this side of the pond. Yeah. <laughs> not, you're gonna be the Atlantic, but this side of the Atlantic. I get you. I get you. I get you. All right. So what? Yeah. What I love about it is the prime time. I love me some prime time games. I love the fact that we get the home game Thursday night. 
Um, what I like about the schedule is two things. We open up against Houston. Look, I can see haters now. Lamar comes out and has six total touchdowns in the game. It was just the Texans. Shut up. Just just stop. You can't help who you play, first off. It's week one. Second off, it ain't like the schedule's full of Bengal, Bills, Bengals, and Chiefs all the way down for 18 games. Just stop. So that, that's the only thing I should say hate about it because it's like – but I love that because it's it's not like we face – like, look, look if, the, if the one and two games were reversed and we played the Bengals away first game, I'd be like, Shh, man, really? We just ended the season losing two to them, even though we took them to the brink. Now would it be more stressed out. Now it's like, all right, you open at home. First week of September, home opener with all the new weapons, all the new toys, Lamar's back. It's going to pop off. So it's a good way to get the, the it's a good way to get your season energized, get out there, stomp them, and get get away with a clean win with no no injuries. But what I absolutely that's kind of what I like about it. Like the fact that they 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 open up traditionally one o'clock at home against an opponent like that who had the first pick. They're revamping. Let's just take into the woodshed and, and do do business. That's kind of what I like about it. What I hate, I actually hate October with a passion. Like, I mean, look look at look. I mean, the away games are highlighted in gold. I mean, that just looks nasty, man. Like, oh, like I can't October. Yeah, it's my birthday month and all that, but bro, I'm like I'm like dreading October this year because I'm like. Oh, like three home games, but then, but then look, there is hope because look in November, November is on the bright side. They get three home games in a row. So three way games across the pond, one at home, and then you got three. So it's like, it's a good trade-off. That's why I kind of said like, look, they play three home games in the span of two months, but then you figured they have six, four home games left and there's three of them right in a row. And they end up with two in a row at home to end the season. So that's good news. And the good news is, um, you know, and then they have primetime games leading up to Christmas week and all that. So Sunday night, Monday night game. But again, man, I, I'm tickled to death with the schedule, you know, always when it comes out and I can't wait to see the, the instant reaction, but that, that's kind of like my run of the gambit. Um, what I also, what I find pretty cool though, I wouldn't say I like it. Hate, I mean, it's preseason, but I like the fact that, the first and only the one and only home game in preseason is a cool little Friday night game in the middle of August against uh, Philly, which is up the road. It's easier for them to travel to, it'll be a good first look. You're obviously not going to get any starters, but it'll be a nice little palate cleanser for people to come to the stadium, get their one and only shot before the home opener a month later. Um, and obviously, you know, you're going to get your preseason football. We know the starters don't even play. So it's like, why even get excited about that? There's three of them there. But it's again, you always look forward to that that preseason game to get back to the bank to you know you know get to walk around and do things you normally do on a ruckus regular season Sunday, Monday, Thursday, and what have you. But um, it's all before us, and I, I must say that's why and that's why I kind of got mad because I knew the schedules were probably right, and they usually are. And I that's the two I heard up the, after the London got released, and again that was released by the NFL. It wasn't like that leak that they just decided to release those and the Christmas games a day early, but the hours leading up in the last day, I did see the Texans leaked at home to open the season. They were like, Oh, if this is true, we got a nice little, little uh, palate cleanser for the opener. And I'm like, and then I heard it was rumored that they could have been the Niners on Christmas night, the travel cross country. So those two leaks came to fruition. So whoever, whoever put those together and leaked them, uh, they're true because I, so I said sometimes you just don't know what to believe and I've heard some things before that didn't happen and then you you, you kind of see this come uh, it, it comes to pass so I, I'm excited to see them come to true but um, yeah so overall and then I, I got to jump on the heat with you I hate the bye week being so late traditionally it's been in that week eight to nine maybe no more than ten traditionally for the Ravens um, I don't know how I would love to know the method of madness on how the bye weeks are administered to the teams. Well, let me let me let me interrupt you there for a second. Yeah, so uh Jameson Hensley, you can check him out on ESPN.com. He's the Ravens reporter for them. Uh he just put up an article, a blog, and this was kind of interesting to me. Biggest takeaway for him, Baltimore faces one 2022 playoff team in the first eight weeks 
So that's that's pretty good. And then they go against two rookie QBs drafted in the top five in the first three weeks with Houston and Indy. And we know how much John Harbaugh likes to go against rookie QBs. The Ravens chose not to take their bye week after the international game after doing some research. Baltimore's bye comes in week 13, providing an extended rest. After a Thursday night game against the Bengals, the Ravens will play one game in a 23-day stretch before finishing out the final five games. So the Ravens are the ones that requested that bye week. That's how it is. It just answered my question how it's administered, and they choose it, which is awesome. And looking at the calendar, how brilliant is the method to the madness? They really break this down. They play the 16th Thursday, then they play the 26th, the Sunday nighter in Los Angeles by week. And then come home to the, the other LA team. They play both LA teams back to back with a bye week sandwich and the Rams come to home. So yeah, in the span of, you call it a month, they're playing three games with two at home in a bye week. I see why they did it now. I mean, yeah, that, 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 that October schedule is brutal, but if they get there and, and again, they open November with three home games. And then that whole, like you just mentioned that whole so many games in 30 days with the bye week thrown in there, you're going to get your rest right in time for that December push where you play three out of five at home with the two primetime sandwiched in the holiday season. So it looks daunting in the beginning, but at the end it all works out. So this is interesting. Cincinnati Bengals, they're going to be opening up their home schedule September 17th against the Ravens. So that game will be the first game in Cincinnati for the Bengals. So they're opening up on the road as well. So, you know, that team and that that fan base are going to be ready to go and welcoming Lamar Jackson back to the field because to end the season last year, Lamar was not a part of that team and he was not on the sideline for that game either. So this will be Lamar's first time back. Yeah. In Uh, Cincinnati. Yeah, they play a divisional opponent. They play the Cleveland Browns to open the season at Cleveland. So there you go. So somebody's going to be uh, – I would love that to be – I can see that already being an early two, uh, a supremacy for 2-0. I can see both Bengals and Ravens being victorious in week one, taking, the Bengals taking care of the Browns, we take care of the Texans. We're playing week two already for division supremacy already. Now look That's at this. Week one, Houston Texans open up the season on the road in Baltimore. C.J. Stroud's first NFL experience will be against Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens. What a way to open up your NFL career because everybody knows you come to Baltimore. Against this defense who, again, we I said foreshadowed, we play Ojabo. He played against Ojabo. Right. We have Roquan. We got this defense. Dude, that's what I'm saying. Like, in the – this is a – I'm going to give a PSA right now, and we're going to do this probably every 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 show or every post until September 10th. We need that place sold out and ruckus because this rookie needs to be welcomed to the NFL with open arms to this ruckus chaos, as we call it, Baltimore, and I can't wait till the purple walls come down on him. We need it, everybody there, and I can't wait. And the fact it is the home opener, everybody should be there because it's the home opener. It's like, it's like you got to be there, right? So I'm I'm looking at the uh, the schedule release video the Ravens put out and it's called that uh, the beginning of it it says the journey or what was it the something is worth the eight. Sometimes the best things are worth the eight. Lamar Jackson worth the weight worth the eight. Ah, I get it. I get it. That's clever. Play on numbers. I love it. Um, So so I sent you the Monday night schedule on Twitter and the Thursday night schedule on Twitter. If you want to check those out and kind of read some of those off. Thank you, my friend. I was actually looking for those. I sent them private messages on on the Twitter Twitter machine. Oh, here's Sunday night. I'll send you that as well. All right. So I'll start off what you sent first. So the Monday night football schedule, now that we broke down the Ravens, here is a palette of Monday night football for your cleansing here. Yep, these we already have already know the Bills and the Jets open September 11th. So this is the second time in a row that the Jets open at home on September 11th. We were there last year for the Jets home opener <clears throat> September 11th against the Ravens, which the Ravens were victorious. Now the Jets do it again a year later against the Bills. It's pretty cool. Uh, September 18th, we too. There's a doubleheader on Monday night. By the way, there's a Monday night football doubleheader back to back weeks. Weeks two and three. Week two. You have Saints and Panthers, and you have Browns and 
Steelers. Those two games. And it's saying ABC exclusive, so it looks like obviously the network's worked out something where they can do it. So that's ESPN. Yep, week three. Bucks Eagles and then Bengals Rams. Okay. October first, week four, Jaguars Falcons followed um Wait a minute. What's October? I got to look at the dates because they actually say two games in week four. One's October 1st and one's October 2nd. Oh, they're doing – they must be doing a, like a presentation Monday football on Sunday somehow, unless that's weird. I don't know if you caught that, but the Monday Night Football schedule, which came directly from ESPN – yeah, it says October 1st, week four, Jaguars, Falcons, October 2nd, week four, Giants, and Seahawks. Weird. But I'll let it huh. go. Um, ES- ESPN Plus exclusive. Oh, interesting. Yeah. That's why I said maybe they're doing something like, oh, that's the other, that's the London game. Don't on me. The Jaguars oh, that, really? versus the London game. That's it. Oh, wow. That's why. Because I was like, wait a minute. Why? I don't know. Yeah. So. That makes sense why it says week four, October 1st. The Monday night's week, week four, October 2nd. Follow me there. It's Giants, Seahawks is the true Monday night game. Week five, Raiders, Packers. Week six, Chargers, Cowboys. Week seven, pretty good one. Vikings, Niners. Week eight, Lions, Raiders. Week nine, Chargers, Jets. Week 10, Bills, Broncos. Pretty decent matchup. Maybe Russell Wilson has a return to prominence. Who knows? Oh, boy. Circle this one. Week 11, November 20th, Super Bowl rematch, Monday Night Football, Chiefs-Eagles. And that's in Arrowhead, by the way. Week week 12, Vikings-Bears, a NFC North rival. December 4th, week 13, Jaguars-Bengals. Okay. Week 14, we have another doubleheader. We have Dolphins-Titans, and then we have Giants-Packers. Week 15, we have Chiefs and Patriots. And then we know the Christmas night game in Week 16 features our own below Baltimore Ravens against the San Francisco 49ers. Closing out Week 17, we have Cowboys-Lions, and then apparently January 6th and Week 18, there's a to-be-determined doubleheader for Monday Night Football. How about it, Brandon? You want to take over Thursday Night Football schedule for us? I know that's tentative right now, but what's the slate have for us on Prime? Look at it. Looking at that now. I, I'm trying to find the actual Thanksgiving schedule, but I don't see okay. that anywhere yet. I'll find, I'll find that for you if you want to cover Thursday. Sure. Yeah, so Thursday Night Football on Amazon Prime. Week 2, we've got Vikings versus Eagles. Week 3, Giants versus 49ers. Week 4, Lions versus Packers. Week 5, Bears versus Commanders. Week 6, Broncos versus Chiefs. Week 7, Jags versus Saints. Yeah, I haven't seen the Saints name come up a lot. That's interesting. That's like the first time I've I've said them tonight. Week 8, Bucks versus Bills. Week 9, Titans versus Steelers. Week 10, Panthers versus Bears. Week 11, Bengals versus Ravens. Week 13 is Seahawks versus Cowboys. Week 14, Patriots versus Steelers. Oh, that's a good one. Week 15, Chargers versus Raiders. Week 16, Saints versus Rams. Week 17, to close it out, Jets versus Browns. Okay. And again, like you said, any of them could be flexed out. Not bad. I like those. Um, The Thanksgiving schedule. We have Packers at Lions. Commanders at Cowboys. So two divisional games back to back. Then we have another divisional game. Seahawks and 49ers. The 49ers play on Thanksgiving night and Christmas night. Well, that their, wow, their families okay. they didn't care about right. their family schedule at all, did they? Jeez. They're playing and they're playing, well, it's away in home. They're playing in Seattle on Thanksgiving night, and they play at home on Christmas night. So you're a 49ers fan, you got both major holidays covered at night. Wow. Okay. 
All right, I see you. I'm trying to look at the Christmas Day schedule. Oh, it is. Okay, here it is. Yeah. All right. It yeah, we do get it. Yep. The schedule leaks were right. It is Raiders at Chiefs on Christmas Day at 1 p.m. And then it's another divisional game, Giants and Eagles at 4.30. And then the nightcap is Ravens at Niners. Why couldn't they do that, Ravens Steelers? I know they tried to do <laughs> out of three games on Christmas on Thanksgiving Eve, but I'm like, look, it's a see, and this is what's funny. The 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 Thanksgiving slate has divisional games. The Christmas Day games have two out of three division games. You throw the Ravens Niners in there. Why couldn't you have like Ravens Bengals or Ravens Steelers or some good rivalry there, man? Like, but hey, I guess Bakers can't be choosers. We get the Niners out in San Fran, so it'll be all right. It sucks for them. It's at five o'clock in the evening on Christmas for them. Ha ha ha. I love that we got Christmas night. I'm so happy it's not a day game. I'm so happy yeah. it's the night game. That's fantastic. And I'm happy it's not on Christmas Eve because you're getting in my in the way of my uh, It's a Wonderful Life viewing if, if you're going to do that. Are you trying to be a Scrooge? You and your ranch. What's something else we argued about today? What, Christmas? Yeah. Christmas we dinner. Argued about, we argued about food. Speaking of holidays, because you gave me crap because my family eats ham. No, no, I didn't give you crap. I, I, I'll have did, ham. I'll did. have ham on uh, on Christmas, but I'm saying you you get ham and turkey, not just ham. You got to do both on Christmas. I'm gonna dip my uh, turkey in blue cheese dressing for you and slather <laughs> all on there. Um, no, you gave me. You go. No, we got to work on that. You gave me some lip about like we got it. We got to work on that. We'll, we'll work on that. I'm like work on what? My family. It's my family's tradition. Ain't like I'm cooking it. Like this, this is turkey. perfect. I'm, I, you get some, get some turkey, some cranberry sauce, a biscuit, some mac and cheese, some ham, some sweet potatoes. You know, you get some oysters. Oh, it's it's the best. It's the best. I mean, it's like Thanksgiving, just a month later. So you eat like the same exact meal. It's awesome. Then you got leftovers for a week. I love it. You That's done. the best part. That's you the don't. best part. the The actual feast is fine, but the day after is the best part, where you get to have the sandwich with the moist maker in the middle. That's the oh, best part. The moist maker, my sandwich <laughs> in London. Yeah, we just love our friends around here, don't we? That's right. Fools. Breaking down uh, Sunday night football. Speaking of uh, food. Get all your food in and tailgate, and then you're waiting all day for Sunday night football. I don't know where. Kickoff game. First Thursday of the year. Chiefs and Lions, like you said, it was a weird matchup, but people are going to watch it. It's the first NFL game of the season, especially with fantasy football, betting, everything involved. Ratings will be up for that. Who cares? Plus, the Lions were decent, like you said. They're exciting. They got a young team. And they're going to be dangerous this year, so look out for them. Maybe they'll make the playoffs. They're one of my picks to make playoffs this year in the NFL, uh, the NFC. Week one, Sunday Night Football, divisional matchup. Right? Like, it seems like these two always link up on Sunday Football in week one. It's Giants and Cowboys, Battle of the Blue Bloods. Week two, Patriots-Dolphins. Week three, Raiders-Steelers. Week four, another. I see another arrowhead in my sights. Chiefs. And the Aaron Rodgers led Jets in New York. So week four is going to be good. Again, new blood versus old blood. So that'd be good. So in span of four weeks, Jets have a Monday nighter against the Bills and a Sunday nighter against Mahomes and the Chiefs. That's going to be fun. Week five is going to be a good one. Uh, rematch the divisional round last year Cowboys, Niners, and San Fran. Week six, Bills, Giants, Battle of the New York. New York teams or one New York team, I should say. Week seven, Eagles, Dolphins. Week eight, Bills, Chargers. Week nine, Bills, Bengals. Sunday Night Football. It's going to be a doozy. Week 10, Raiders, Jets. Jets are prime time once again. Aaron Rodgers. Week 11, Broncos and the Vikings square up. And then Thanksgiving night, we have the Sunday Night version of that game that's going to be on NBC. It's going to be Seahawks and 49ers. There's our week 12 game, Ravens and Chargers on Sunday. Yeah. Now, due to flex scheduling could change, but that that late, but who knows what that might look like. Hopefully the Ravens keep it. It's on the West Coast, so it'd be good. Week 13, Packers, Chiefs. 
week 14, there's the Eagles and the Cowboys. That's going to be a good one on week 14, heading down the home stretch. Week 15, here we are again. Ravens, Jaguars, hopefully it sticks. Week 16 is a divisional rival in the AFC North. Bengals and Steelers square off on Sunday night, week 16. And there's a doubleheader. Um, week 16 is also saying Bills and Chargers. So look out for that. I have to look at the dates on that. Week 17 is a rivalry in the North, the NFC side of things. Packers and Vikings and week 18 is to be determined once again as we know it there is your prime time schedule ladies and gentlemen um Ravens included in that it's been it's going to be awesome oh boy man it's like it's like it's like we wait 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 now it's here it's like Christmas now it's like it's all done now we, we can plan yeah. the rest of our lives now we can yeah now now the world doesn't sit still no more everybody can go with their lives and start making travel plans and circling some dates and making their holiday plans already around games and what they're going to do. And uh, NFL season is set. The schedule was set. Now we know the opponents, we know what time and where there are some to be determined dates, but as they fall, that'll come in the, in the focus as the season moves along. Uh, can't wait, dude. Um, so now that we've unpacked this whole thing, well, I got to tell you something real quick. I Wait. think that the Browns have won the schedule release video for this year. What? Not the how the Ravens don't win? No, come on, you're giving Browns props. I just I just sent it, it to you. You need to guy or something. You you got to check it out. Check out what I just sent you. I think the Browns are winning this year's. It's it, it's like AEW. It's dog pound wrestling. And it's Brownie the Elf having a match up against who the Ravens. Ah! Edgar Allan Poser. Oh my gosh. <laughs> All right. I can see why you love it. It's wrestling theme. <laughs> Let me look. Edgar Allan Poser. All right. They're making fun of us, but still, that's pretty hilarious. Brownie and it's it's an emo kid writing poetry. That's all right. I'm giving him like props for that. Guy. It's like a little like construction worker. What the heck? That's pretty good. Oh man, I can't believe oh, I'm giving yeah, the Browns. Oh yeah, he's got a Maryland tie and everything. He looks like an emo looking poo. I, I can't believe I'm giving them props right there. Yeah. All right. Hysterical. I, I love yeah, it. Okay. I yeah. Ravens Production Company's top notch, but that's pretty clever. Yeah. John wrestling. Fourteen challengers enter. One off remains. All right. Okay. They look a little battle royale with their opponents. Okay. All right. Or it's like a gauntlet match. It's not a battle royale. It's more like they enter in one at a time and he beats them. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I can't believe, I can't believe I'm giving the Browns credit there, but man, that was good. That was good. Before you rudely interrupted me for some Browns breaking news. Um, so looking at the schedule, we broke down the likes and the dislikes. We, we went through all the ugliness. We went through all the praise how the schedule stacks up initial reaction record wise. What do you think the team finishes without like going into opponents and dissect, just looking at it from a bird's eye view and looking at the schedule holistically. What do you think the Ravens record is right now as it stands this early in the season? What are you predicting before OTAs before pre, uh, training camp before, with, yeah, with, before anything with everybody healthy, yeah, right now as it stands, with the the team as is on paper with no roster cuts, looking at the schedule, what do you think the Ravens' record is at the end of the year? Let's and see, obviously, so. we'll make a more accurate prediction right before the season, and then kind of compare the two notes at the end of the year. But what do you think? So let's say, all right, so you split with the Bengals and the Steelers. So there's two losses right there, just because, yeah, so you got two and two there. Let's see. All right. I'm going to go. All right. So week one, let's say win. Let's just say that Bengals is a win. Uh, Indy's a win. Browns win. And I will say that Steelers is a win. Titan game. Let's just say because of history in London, that's a loss. So let's just say that. Um, Detroit, I can see that as a win. Arizona, I'll say that's a win. Seahawks is a win. Browns a win. Let's uh, so. Bengals lost there. Chargers. I'm going to say that's a loss just because it's right before the bye week and it's rough. Uh, Rams four. 
So let's say I'm going to say five losses. Five you losses. Twelve and five. Yes. I'm one under you. I'm eleven and six. Eleven and six. Okay. Here's how I looked at it. Here's how I looked at it. Now I I might feel the same way come season, but this is how I'm looking at it. Looking at months and chunks, right? September, you're winning two out of three. You're winning the two home games. You're losing to the Bengals away. You're two and one. Come away against the Browns, you're three and one. You beat the Steelers, you're four and one. I'm giving them credit there. They lose across the pond to the Titans, you're four and two. Come home against the Lions, you're five and two win. So you lose to the Cardinals, you're five and three. Heading into November. So that's stretching the games, five and three. I actually have them win. <laughs> and, and, Pretty pretty alright, right? Winning against I, I, I think both of six. Yeah. Winning against the Browns is seven. They're seven and three. You lose so I actually have them I have I have the Bengals sweeping us. I say we lose to the Bengals at home on Thursday night. That's seven and four. Wow. Okay. But we beat the but we trade and we beat the Chargers on the road, it's eight and four. You beat the Rams, it's nine and four. You lose. Wait a minute. No, I had that wrong. I think I missed something there. I think that bye week in there threw it off. Let me see. So, one, two. Anyway, I had a all right. I had eleven and six. No matter what you sliced it. Yeah. All right, eleven and six. I'm saying okay. While you were going through it, I was actually tallying up my. I was putting markers next to the each game on on my notepad here. And I, I kind of took a screenshot and did a little doodle pad here. And I was like, well, L and W. And I went through it and I had 11 and 6. So you say 12 and 5, glancing at it, I'm saying 11 and 6. Um, yeah. So we'll see how it stacks up. I can't wait to hear what other folks say about the schedule. Um, but it's going to be pretty remarkable to come up on that October stretch and see how the Ravens handle business, but then see how they come through that injury wise and adversity and handle business coming home with, with the rest that they have and the method to the madness with the bye week But overall it's, it's looking pretty awesome, man. Can't wait to see what the season's got in store. I'm actually now, I can't wait for them to line up and play now. Now we know where it is and where it's, it, it's a tough, it's, it's going to be a tough stretch in that middle that like, man, that that October, it's, I'm gonna like almost screenshot that or print off and hang it up. That's gonna haunt you, man. That's like as scary as Michael Myers in October, boy. <laughs> like that dude. That's just I just can't stop looking at it. It's scary, man. But I, it's scary. But I, t- I I think this is a a winnable. I think this is a good enough team. This is a winnable season. I don't think that the Ravens can get. Uh, I think they can. I think they can win win out this this one. I really do. I, I'm, I'm very. I'm happy with, with our team, and I'm happy with who's on the team and who's still on the team and who's joining the team. Are there a couple holes on defense that still need to be filled? Absolutely. But this team is built for success. It is, man. And right now, um, all eyes are looking forward. Now, now the schedule's released. The draft's over. We knew what personnel they have. Um, I can't wait to get started, you know, and the new offense, um, it's going to be explosive as my expectation The defense is going to come together. I can't wait. It's, I mean, it's easy to really gush about and have anticipation for that offense, but me being again, that defensive guy, I can't wait to see what the defense has in store and building the momentum that they had last year. Remember how bad they started, especially on pass defense in the early season, Right. And they got together and they were lights out towards the end of the year and keeping the Ravens in games, even with Lamar out and Tyler Huntley in. You know, the Ravens were in these football games and look, they took the Bengals to the brink in back to back weeks. They held Burrow pretty much. I mean, look, in a playoff game, this defense held Joe, Joe Burrow for under 200 passing yards in a playoff game and they lost the game by a touchdown. They were on the goal line sniffing a touchdown lead in the fourth quarter. So, that's with backups in and with everything else going on. That's with J.K. Dobbins coming off the injury and some of the highlights last year. He looked half uh, to what he could be, and he wasn't to his full potential. So I'm looking forward. Um, you know, look, there's plenty of mixed optimism and pessimism out there with that. You know, I, you can always say I'm a glass half full kind of guy, but look, there's plenty of things to look forward to, but there's plenty of things they can do better 
and build upon and we can be critical about. So this team is far from over, far from perfect, being built to a championship caliber. But the pedigree's there, and they got the right personnel in place. I'm excited that, you know, the, the changes were made. They got rid of the strength and conditioning coach. They got rid of Greg Roman. They instilled a new coordinator. Zay Flowers just interviewed this week. And he was gushing about his new coordinator saying, I like, like his, he already looked at the playbook, the schemes and said, I can thrive here. And what I've been hearing from Todd Munkin's schemes, he's going to put these players in the best position to win. And I heard the word, oh, dude, if I could hit my S to C spot, right. He said the word spacing and I about lost my mind. <laughs> you remember, you remember the games we were pointing out when I took screenshots against the Steelers, and I think it was also against the Browns when they lost to the Browns when they were playing Deshaun Watson, and all the offensive guys were standing around on one side of the field. Uh huh. What was that? Like when I hear Tom Munkin talk about spacing, I'm like, oh my god, man! I just want to just just keep hearing it over and over again and just play it. Like it's awesome. Like put these guys in a position that went space these guys out. And when I hear it say flowers talking about being excited, being able to get open with the spaces they're going to create. And that's what it's about. I feel like the Ravens type offense with Lamar and they run, they it's, it's not that true. And we know it, it's not that traditional pocket passing that offense, right? You've got to have spacing. Lamar gets out of the pocket. He creates the, the receivers have to flow with that. And, I felt like you can definitely see it towards the end of the tenure with Greg Roman. Yes, we know Lamar Jackson won an NFL MVP, not only with Greg Roman as offensive coordinator, but with Willie Sneed, Miles Boykin, and, and Hollywood Brown as his receivers and his leading receiver, wasn't even a wide receiver. The leading receiver on the team was the tight end. It's called Mark Andrews. You remember him? Still on the team. Right. Ravens, yes, we understand OBJ's 30, but he's still only 30. He hasn't played two years, and he's got hands. Did you not see his workout video? Catching one-handers like it was in a sleep. Like, we know you've got these. They're called hands. They catch the ball. You don't catch the ball with this. You let it hit off your chest and helmet. You catch the ball with this. I'm excited about that. I'm excited with Bateman getting healthy. Harbaugh said Duvernay and Bateman are in the weight rooms. They're looking good. I want to see them back on the field. Mark Andrews, he was a little banged up later. Get healthy. I want to see Zay Flowers be explosive. Dude, I'm excited. And I know he's got the dropsies, but Nelson Aguilar is on the team, man. They got depth and with these five or six deep receivers and the running backs they got with, with Dobbins and dude, they still have Dobbins and Gus Edwards, bro. And I don't want to see Lamar running the ball a lot, but Lamar's got his legs. He do make magic for what he can, but let, let's make a living throwing the ball. He wants to, he said he wants to throw for six, not run for six. And there's a reason let, let's, let, let's let the ball fly. And I can't wait, dude, they come out. This is going to be reminding me, reminiscent of how they came out against the Dolphins in 2019. They had the Texans at home. Why, dude? Watch, dude. MT Banks will go crazy if if the Ravens, if Lamar's winning the ball and throwing three or four touchdowns, 400 yards, and Beckham's catching balls, and Andrews catching balls, and Zay Flowers is making explosive plays, and Bateman's got a big dude. And, and dude, just seeing what it could be when Bateman got healthy and came in, what was he doing? He was moving the chains. I think his first six or seven NFL catches were like first down chain movers. Remember, that was like, this kid's a beast. Remember last year, Jets game, Dolphins game, back-to-back, long home run hitting touchdowns. We know what he can bring. Zay Flowers, same thing. Dude, I'm excited. Not only that, but the defense, like I talked to before, dude, I'm just excited. This this team is excited to get get behind, rally around. Happy to be a fan. I'm excited about it. The schedule is going to be daunting and brutal, ups and downs. But that's the adversity of the NFL. It's adversity of championship teams. And let, let's see how they stand come October. I think that October – after they come out of that month, right. being with the London game and everything, you're going to know what this team is. Obviously, it's halfway through the year. Those games under the belt, three home games in a span of two months, but then they got six over the next few months. That's something to look forward to. And championship teams don't start off hot. They finish hot, and they carry that through the playoffs. And I feel you hear Harbaugh talking about all the time. Team's not playing the best football, and then you start to – you. It hit that accelerator and ascend November and December, and you don't want to peak yet. You, and that's where I thought the Ravens' fault was in 2019. They peaked. Remember, they wrestling starters, and they, right. peaked. they peaked at the end of December, and they rode that down on the other side of the January, and they got popped. Don't rest. Don't relent. And I think that's why I think the schedule is set up. If they come out of that gauntlet in October nicely, unscathed, 
and his team's got to stay healthy, knock away. Dude, I'm excited for this year, man. I can't wait to break it all down for, with you and with everybody with the call every step of the way. Um, we have well, we have mini camps up, uh, OTAs on the horizon, and then it's kind of um, it's it's ho hum there. Some players are in, some players are out, but training camps two months away. We're playing preseason football three months from now, so it's going to come quick, Brandon. Don't wish your summer away too quickly, but um, it's going to be here for you know it, man. I mean, two short months, I'm going to be – we're going to be gearing up our training camp coverage. I'm going to be looking to do a fantasy football draft, so it's coming quick. It so is. I, I enjoy the days, man. I mean, it's already almost halfway done, 2023. Who thought it? So, <sighs> what a night. All right, dude, I'm excited. I'm ready to, I'm ready to get – Get tickets, get road trips going. Let's go, man. I dude, the, the conversation's already started. I know my text messages and thread. I haven't checked it in a little bit. It's been blowing up. Um, everybody's excited about it. Can't wait to talk about it amongst the friends. And uh and thank you for all the joining tonight. I appreciate the conversation. And uh Brandon, seems like we can get this to work for this year. So is this how we're gonna be carrying it on from now on? We're gonna do live streaming. I mean, if people enjoyed this and, and they like talking to us, then I can't I don't see why not. I think we could do this at least a couple times this season. I don't know. I think it could be fun. Do, should we do some instant reaction shows maybe? That could be kind of fun. Could we do some watch-alongs with people, you know, as the game is happening? That would be kind of cool too. All right, so we got some ideas now. If you guys want to hang out with the call during a game or after a game, maybe we could do this. So we shall see. So, Josh, have we covered everything for this episode of the call? Yes, sir. Quote the Raven, never mo. All right, everybody. Well, if you would like to continue the conversation with Josh or I, you can. It's real easy. All you have to do is go over and join our Discord, discord.gg slash the call podcast. Follow us over there. Talk to us. Let us know what is your favorite game. Which game are you looking forward to the most with this upcoming season? Now, we do this show for free. You listen, stream, and download for free on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, Player.fm, Overcast, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Facebook, and YouTube. All we ask in return is for you to please spread the word about the show. Write us an Apple Podcast review, rate us over on Spotify, and then let people know on Facebook and Twitter and Tumblr and Pinterest and Instagram and Reddit and Snapchat and Twitch and TikTok and Discord and Hive, anywhere you're social on the web or with your phone. Say, I'm a Baltimore Ravens fan. I listen to the call and you should too. So make sure, like we said before, if you're watching us on Facebook, thank you for joining us. Uh, if you did not watch us on Facebook, please don't forget to join our Discord, join our Facebook page, because after this show, things are going to get a little bit more uh, uh, out of whack. The, we're not going to be doing it every single week. Uh, we do have some surprises lined up for the summer, but uh, whenever news decides to break, we'll be there. But if you want to stay informed of what we're doing next, make sure you join us on Discord. Make sure you follow us over on Facebook. So that is it for the show this week. Josh, take us out. Get us ready, man. Not a lot's coming up. We got some time to kill. Take us out the way you always do. Absolutely. And it's going to be some welcome downtime indeed, because uh, once July gets here, it's full force until February. We know what the end goal is to get to Vegas. And just set the stage. I was talking to Brandon before the show and I share my remarks. I said, how cool would it be? Because you know where the Super Bowl is played this year? It's in Las Vegas, Nevada. And being in the Baltimore metro area, we don't have NHL hockey, but who is our adoptive team? It's the Washington Capitals, right? That's right. Who plays for Washington Capitals? Another eight, but definitely greater than Lamar in his own right. Great Alexander Ovechkin. Number eight hoisted the trophy for the first time in 2018. And where? Las Vegas. And there he's got it. Lord Stanley. Great. Yeah, there it is. And we hope Lamar. What's up? It's Stanley's Cup. Stanley's Cup. He's got it. Did you drink out of that one? Oh, I did every. I, I had some ice cream out of this. I drank out of this. Oh, yeah. That, is that a true replica, authentic replica of the cup? This authentic replica. Well, I mean, mini replica. It's, oh, it's they're mini. a little bit bigger. It's a little oh, bit bigger. I can't, you know, on the on the uh, video, I can't tell. It looks it looks pretty decent size. Uh, no, the, I, I I stood in line in ninety like, degree heat and like hundred percent humidity. That's right. You went to the event. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I got to kiss the Stanley yeah. Cup, and I, I, you know, people almost died that day, but it was worth it. Yeah, I remember your experience. But where I was going with that is. Wouldn't it, wouldn't it be some awesome in, in in this 
kind of sports down, right? The adoptive NHL team, Ovechkin hoisting the trophy for the first time in Las Vegas, beating their home team. Now the Ravens can't face the Raiders in the Super Bowl, but I was just telling them, you know, with everything before us, how cool would it be the Ravens to end the season victorious, Lamar to get his, and the team to get to third in the same city that the adoptive NHL team, they own, they own, their own grade eight, uh, hoisted the trophy. I just think, as I said, it just would be something storybook, man. You know, it would be it would be fitting, and uh, I can't wait to see it happen. And uh, like, like Pat Ricard just tweeted minutes ago, he put the schedule out there and he said a few words. Is it football season yet? <laughs> Pat, it's coming, brother. Pancake Pat, uh, can't wait. Just like you and everybody else, I know we can't wait to see you guys out there. And uh, training camp pass is going to go quick. Fans are going to get chomping out there to see see Lamar back out there. The newest Ravens, um, Zay Flowers, Trenton Simpson, and, and such. And we can't wait to see you know Roquan in action. We can't wait to see Bateman in action. How about Odell in training camp? We know we can't wait to see what these guys have to offer, and I can't—I just can't wait, man. And don't want to wish the summer away, but like you said, there's there's quite a bit of downtime, but it'll go quick. We have some things in store for the call this year, so stay tuned. And as anything and everything breaks, Ravens news, we always are here every step of the way to cover it, to break it down, dissect it, and to put our opinion and spins on everything. And we love the conversation with you. We're happy to do the live stream with you. Can't wait to keep the conversation going with you guys all off season and in season, preseason, postseason, any season. It's Raven season, but how about it? Call faithful, enjoy the summer. And with that being said, Baltimore Ravens, let's fly high. This has been a production of Brando Cash Entertainment. Music by Brad Lepore and Daniel Kelly from the DBK Studio. For more information, go to brandocash.com.